I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. President Biden continues to shift his focus to strengthening our relationships with our allies around the world post-Afghanistan. First, we had AUKUS, Australia, the UK, and the US uh, coming together uh, around a specific agreement, an agreement that did, by the way, cause a lot of international trauma, especially for the French, uh, who were so uh, upset and taken by surprise with AUKUS uh, that they actually recalled their ambassador from Washington, D.C. It only lasted a weekend. The ambassador is uh, on uh, his way back to the United States. And uh, so a little ruffling of the feathers there uh, by the Biden administration doing this uh, deal, which, again, was a security deal and included nuclear submarines uh, for Australia. So the United Kingdom, the United States and Australia coming together on that. But today... Today, President Biden met with the leaders of India, Australia, and Japan. So interesting, Australia is still in the picture on this one. This group is is also known as the Quad. And it's an interesting group, uh, not uh, as deep or as uh, significantly tied as some of these other groups have been, but uh, equally interesting and intriguing from an international Standpoint, And again, as uh, the administration tries to turn the page on Afghanistan and project into the future, this is really a group of countries coming together primarily to deal with China. President Biden uh, spoke today as, again, they met. They met in person, which is significant. Uh, Not a lot of that uh, has still been going on internationally. But uh, the leaders from uh, India, Australia and Japan meeting with President Biden today. And President Biden described why they came together and what challenges they're facing and how they expect to address them. This grouping of Democratic partners who share a worldview and have a common vision for the future coming together to... uh, take on key challenges of our age from COVID to climate to emerging technologies it embodies an approach i spoke of at the u.n earlier this week we're four major democracies with a long history of cooperation we know how to get things done and i'm looking forward to uh, our discussion today So the president laid out a few of the agenda items uh, for this quad. Again, this includes India, Australia, Japan, and the United States. So this was an important conversation today. Also visually important, I think, that all these leaders were together in the same room. President Biden went over some of the agenda items that they were hoping to hit as they convened. When we met six months ago, we made concrete commitments to advance our shared and positive agenda for a free and open Indo-Pacific, 
Today, I'm proud to say that we're making excellent progress. Our vaccine initiative is on track to produce an additional 1 billion doses of vaccine in India to boost global supply. We're taking action on climate change with new partnership toward a zero emissions sh- uh, shipping. And uh, today, we're also launching a new Quad Fellowship for students from each of our Quad countries to pursue advanced degrees leading in leading STEM programs here in the United States represents an investment in the leaders, innovators, and pioneers of tomorrow. So a couple of important things to keep in mind as you look at this quad pack. This is not necessarily a military pact or a military treaty. Now, the U.S., of course, does have treaties and alliances with Japan and Australia, India, uh, is not a U.S. treaty ally. Um, they've not done a lot of that over their history. So uh, the Quad countries uh, will occasionally do some military exercises, but it's, it's not a military alliance per se. There's no formal defense pact that's part of this. Uh, I guess the best way to look at this is much more like a strategic alliance. Uh, and as I mentioned before, this is really about China. Uh, and doing that. So obviously these four countries uh, are not all the same. Uh, they're not all identified the same, don't have the same interest, but it is a uh, really a, a diplomatic effort. It's a multi-layered way to uh, bring these groups together to deal with a bunch of things. And I, I think the most important thing that they are there to, to bring about is dealing with China. Uh, really important to note, India and China share uh, the world's longest undemarcated border. Uh, that's a long border. Uh, back in June of 2020, uh, there were 20 Indian troops that were killed in hand-to-hand combat with Chinese soldiers. So that clash prompted India to uh, retaliate off the battlefield. They, they banned uh, a number, I think up to 12 uh, Chinese-owned apps, uh, including TikTok, by the way, which, you know, maybe we had to take a look at that. Uh, Australia obviously has its own uh, ties with China, uh, and that has been uh, a challenge for them as well. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I, I think the big thing to, to keep in mind here is that, again, this is not military. This is no promise of submarines uh, or equipment, uh, although they do some joint military operations together. Uh, it's few and far between. It's really not the purpose of the alliance. Uh, there is uh, a lot in this alliance that is uh, dealing with climate. Uh, India, of course, produces a, a lot of challenges to the climate in terms of pollution. Uh, a lot of that impact, of course, uh, happens with, with Australia, uh, with some of the challenges that they face just because of where they're situated on the planet. So that's a, a difficult thing as well. Uh, but all of this to say that this uh, coming together uh, is is really the beginning. I, I think this is going to be such a strategic area of the world for the United States. Again, how do how does everyone deal with China? How does uh, these countries, in particular, Japan, Australia, and India, deal with Chinese influence in the waters? The the shipping uh, lanes, are, of course, are all uh, going to be highly and hotly contested in the years ahead. And so I think that's an important thing that this uh, quad group is going to have to deal with and be prepared to deal with as it relates to China as things continue forward. Uh, the history of this goes back a little bit, uh, back to 2004, uh, after the uh, Asian earthquake and tsunami. Uh, 
this was really a, the bringing together of these four nations. And we're going to continue to monitor that, of course, in the, the months and years ahead to see what this actually does. Does it become more than some interesting talking points? President Biden mentioned the, the trading of some some fellows and scholarships and young people to go back and forth uh, between all of these nations to study different facets of government and negotiations and, and climate and so on. And so that will be an interesting part of the discussion for this group uh, as they continue to go forward, because it really is a group that doesn't have a real specific agenda. It's very loose, again, not military centric, which so many of these kinds of things are. Uh, This is not military centric. Uh, It is climate. Uh, It's dealing with Afghanistan. It's dealing with China. Uh, and so all of those things uh, will play out, and uh, that's just going to be really fascinating uh, to watch. But I do think it was an important day. I think it was an important day for the president uh, to be seen with four other world leaders, again, India, Australia, and Japan, leading a discussion and uh, trying to turn the page and reinforce that trust and that confidence of the United States as a partner on so many of the challenges on the world stage. All right, we're going to step aside for bottom of the hour news. When we come back, our good friend pollster Scott Rasmussen is going to join us. He has some polling numbers that are going to make your head spin when it comes to spending and what voters think members of Congress ought to do with a bill before they vote on it. Find out what that's all about coming up next. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.